Hello and welcome to another episode of This Diet Life. I'm Kim Dunaway. We are still in the midst of this global public health crisis. Depending on who you talk to, it's either not a big deal or the end of the world. And the truth is probably somewhere in between, but good luck trying to find it. So we continue to navigate in this odd space that we're in. Up until this week, my my life hasn't been all that different. As I've mentioned on the podcast before, I've worked throughout the pandemic. We didn't shut down. I went back to teaching the 1st of May. So life for me hasn't really been all that different. But this week I had to cancel an annual yoga festival that I started four years ago. And that was a bummer. That was a bummer. That was the first thing that really was like, yeah, 2020 is is a bit of a Debbie Downer. I, I've known for some time we're probably not going to be going to Iceland like we had planned this year or probably not doing any major vacation this year, and that's okay. I mean, life goes on. We can always go on another vacation, we think. <laughs> we have memories of ones that we've been on. It's okay. But in the midst of a lot of sitting at home, a lot of trying to find something to do, there's always these opportunities for reflection. And I don't know what made me think of this particular instance, but I wanted to talk to you guys today about being unapologetically yourself, being your true self. And it sounds so simple, but oftentimes it's so difficult. If you think about a high school reunion, and oftentimes you don't want to go unless you're happy with the way that you look or happy with the way that your life is, and you don't want people to see you a certain way, and that mentality kind of comes from a place within us. If we find ourselves avoiding certain situations or avoiding certain people because we don't like certain things about ourselves, we don't want people to see us as that. It made me think of this one instance 15 years ago for me. I moved back to Middle Tennessee after living in Memphis for two years. And I left Memphis rather abruptly. I just basically decided that it was no longer healthy and useful for me to be there. And so two weeks later, I was gone. Left behind a few friends that I kept up with for a while, but life happens and I've never been that great at keeping up with people when I move on. I had one guy friend in particular that was a coworker and the guy I was dating at the time had said to me on a couple of occasions, he thought that he had a crush on me. And it didn't have any effect on me because I was dating somebody at the time. He was a little older. and But he called me a few months after I had moved. And he was in Nashville and wanted to meet up. And it was one of those things where, you know, when I told him I was, I was moving back. And he was like, oh, I come to Nashville sometimes. I'll have to give you a call. And it's one of those things that you say you don't actually think a person's really going to follow through with it. So when he called me, I was 
I was happy to hear from him. But when he mentioned meeting up, I had to be honest and I didn't, I really didn't want to see him. I didn't tell him that. I made up a couple of excuses and we didn't meet up and I've not talked to him since. The reason I didn't want to see him was because I had put on about probably at that point, probably 20 pounds, which on the frame that I was at the time really wasn't that much. When you put 20 pounds on a skinny person, it's, uh, you're not fat, but I felt fat. I felt enormous. And, and so I basically just blew him off because as I didn't like the way that I looked, because it was different than the last time that he saw me. And I was really uncomfortable with that. And I'm a person who absolutely has never been to a high school reunion, probably will never go. And only part of it is probably with my weight. Part of it is because I hated high school, (laughs) like hated with a capital H. And I see no reason to go back either. But I definitely don't see a reason to go back when I'm overweight. But it sort of begs the question, why do you feel like you can't be yourself? Why is it I feel like I can only be myself if I like the way that I look? What is that saying? Well, it's obviously a a self-worth issue, a self-esteem issue, something deep down that feels like I can't participate in life fully unless I am such and such size. And that's a very frustrating thought. And I know that a lot of people can identify with that. Perhaps they feel like that they've aged out of something. They're too old to do something that they used to enjoy doing, that they've put on a few pounds, that they have wrinkles now, their hair isn't perfect. Like we all want our life to be a certain way. And we want people to believe that our life is a certain way as well too. And somehow anything less than that is not enough for us. And the thing about it is that it is. I remember being on this women's retreat through church, the church that I attended at the time. That's probably 14, 13 years ago now. And one of the older ladies in the church, again, she's not old, just older than I was. She she falls out on a bed at the time. We're at this hotel, um, maybe an hour away from, from where I live. And she's like, I just, I just, I just need a minute. Like I'm just having, and she just kind of like vented a bit. And I didn't really see what the big deal of it was. But another person in the church who was closer to my age was like, oh my God, I'm so glad to hear that you don't have it all together. And, and that made her feel so much better. And I've heard other people say that along the lines too, that they feel like when they're around people that are perfect, that they can't relate to them. But, but then somehow when they shed off that perfect layer and underneath that is a normal person, I can identify with that person. And a lot of us are like that. Like, could we really be friends with the, the perfect version of ourselves? Probably not. But we can be friends with who we are, just as we are. So what is it that we're trying to measure up to? What is it we're not good enough for? You ever get dressed up and go somewhere? Maybe it's just a dinner. Maybe it's something more fancy. 
but it feels amazing, right? To put on something new, put on something fancy, get yourself made up, get a new hairdo, and to feel special or feel pretty for that moment, for that hour, for that day. How amazing that feels. But most of the time, we don't feel that way. Most of the time, we're always so busy focusing on our our flaws, the things that we don't like about ourselves, what we want to improve upon. Where is the fun in that? If we're always waiting for life to happen, and then we turn around and life has completely passed us by. So we have to stop waiting. Stop waiting for a certain size, a certain age, a certain moment, a certain milestone. We have to start living our life now. What is it you want to do now? In 2010, I believe it was, I was watching So You Think You Can Dance. And I had been wanting to take dance lessons since I had watched the first season five years prior to that in 2005, which is the, the summer that I had moved back and gained some weight. I was like, oh, when I lose weight, I'm going to go to take dance classes. Sound like a person who wants to go to the gym. I got to lose weight to go to the gym. Got to lose weight before I go to the doctor. But that weight loss never came. And five years later, I still wanted to take dance classes. So this, this girl auditions for So You Think You Can Dance, and she's overweight, and she danced so beautifully. It brought me to tears. And I signed up for dance class that night. I bought ballet shoes and leotards so I couldn't back out and I took dance classes for the next two years and quite enjoyed it and all that time that I wasted waiting for myself to get to a certain size where I felt like that I would be presentable enough to myself which by the way when I went to dance class I wasn't the biggest girl there and nobody cared Except me. I'm the one who spent all that time wasting, not doing what I wanted to do because I didn't like the way I looked in the mirror. Who the F cares? How much life do we waste? Because we don't like something about ourselves and we're waiting for it to change. If we don't like it, yes, go out and change it, but don't put life on hold in the meantime. You're worth more than that. You're better than that. But you got to believe it first. And it won't change overnight. You got to tell yourself that every single day. I am worth more today than what I thought I was worth yesterday. I'm going to make an effort to do what I want to do now not wait for everything to fall in place. Because truth be told, timing is never perfect. 
Sometimes timing is never right. If I'd have waited for the perfect time, I wouldn't have a child. And I'm glad that she came when she did. And I can't think of anything in life that I wish I hadn't have done. Usually, I always wish I would have done it sooner. So think about that. I hope that gives you something to chew on here in the middle of this global health crisis. Let's not wait for the world to get back to normal to be who we want to be. Let's do it now. As always, thanks for listening. You can find me at thisdietlife at gmail.com or on Instagram at Kimmy Two Shoes. Take care.